What's up, waves, and welcome to Anime Lane, the podcast where we take you down the yellow brick road of anime and have a look at everything it has to offer. I'm your host, Rebel Notorious. As always, I am joined by Sean. Hi. And Melina. Hello. And today we're going to be continuing our journey through the Universal Century with Mobile Suit Gundam 2, Soldiers of Sorrow. Very long title. It's the second one. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have the return of a familiar thief, thieving his way into our hearts in 3D CG. It's Lupin the Third. The first, as you can probably tell, I started writing little introductions for the films because I just kind of—it's just better. Stumble yeah. my way through them the yeah. last time. It's um, more professional. Yeah, more I, professional. I totally Very just tripped up when I was introducing Gundam in the first one, so you know, <laughs> better write a little thing down. Smart decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, again, I don't know which. Do we want to tackle Gundam first? We done that the first Sorry. time. I feel like to yeah. follow a theme, we probably should. Yeah, yes. I feel like it's always going to be the first one, just because it's slightly heavier than mm-hmm. whatever yeah, yeah. we've been watching. It's nice to end on a fun note. Yeah, yeah exactly. A more light-hearted note. Yeah, I yeah. say uh, when they're fighting Nazis in the Lupin one. Yeah, which was we not will a, touch on this a later. theme. Yeah, we'll I, touch on that later. A theme I didn't realize kind of, you know, happened. Can't wait for the next Lupin. <laughs> oh yeah. Thing is, I don't know which Lupin we're watching next, so that'll be like we'll find out. We'll find out, <laughs> and like I don't know when that happens. Whenever. I don't know when it'll be happening either. You'll um, know in the future, but uh, we have no idea. Yeah, we have no idea right now. Um, so who wants to start it off? I would like to start off by saying that was a lot better than the first yes. one. Than the first one, yeah. Oh, and I think that's the best way to just start off. It was a mm. lot better. Still had some issues. Mm. But a lot better than mm-hmm. the first one we watched. Yeah, so I think I, in the first one I refrained a little bit until you guys had said your piece. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and now I'm just going to go straight into it. Uh, Fuck this middle. <laughs> great for the first half. Yes. Then the second half really just trips up and mm-hmm. is fully just sags until the last kind of 30-ish minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I can agree with that. I still enjoyed the second mm. half as a thing, but yeah. like... It did sort of start to slow down a bit more. Yeah. I think they really built up the fight that was kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we're used to storytelling where that would be the end. So yeah. you kind of get hyped up to expect the ending, mm-hmm. and then it's not. And you kind of go back down to go back up again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that, like, for your attention span, especially mine, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, I paused the second half so many times because I was just like, I'm bored. I'm so fucking bored. I, I watched it in two goes because I made the mistake of starting in the evening. I, I wish I could have done that. But I, I watched it. I watched it the night before we were recording it because I've oh. had no time beforehand. Um, I watched it like not the night before but the night before that mm-hmm. because I knew I was going to dedicate like one movie like a night. Yeah. So I knew I'd watch Gundam and then Lupin. So I also kind of really couldn't watch yeah. it in two settings and even if I did I feel like the second one would just be worse to set three after I paused it. Yeah. So I just, I just sort of had to get through it in one go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does kind of like, you feel even more, I think, that it's a compilation movie once you get into the second mm-hmm. half because suddenly you're in like, I feel like the second half leaves like two episodes fairly untouched in mm-hmm. what it, they cover. There were a few scenes where I'm like, yeah, roll credits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, that's it what I was about natural. to bring that up because yeah. like, the one that stuck out to me first was like, the scene where like Amaro just sort of clicks his heels and jumps and like freeze yeah. yeah, and I was like, yeah. hell yeah, standing tall. <laughs> just sort of the credits roll. You know, the funny thing is, is like Matilda, you know, she obviously dies in this movie very unceremoniously. 
Um, I have to be reminded which one she is. She's like the, the red redhead one that like all the boys on oh, white base. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, captain Lieutenant. I forget her rank. Yeah. I think she's Lieutenant. I don't really care. Edgar. <laughs> she was cool as fuck. Yeah, cool. and, uh, and then she died. Yes. The thing I was watching it, I was like, they have not cut out a single scene of hers. That is just That's how it? much Wait, she's really? in. Yeah. Because no. she's had. not part of the white base. No, she yeah, does yeah. just fuck off oh. for like 15 episodes. Oh. Wow. Yeah, because this one covers uh, episode 16 to 30. That's so it more covers than more than the original yeah. one, mm. the first film, which covered mm -hmm. 12. That yeah. sounds about right to me, I'll be honest, when I was watching Yeah, mm -hmm. and like, you can definitely tell that it covered like a good chunk in the first half. Yeah. And then it was like two episodes maybe. And then it was mm -hmm. like maybe a couple other episodes super condensed down for the final act. And I feel like the, the spy stuff is only really kept in because that's when Char comes back just out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, because I, I think the Red Comet was too heavily featured in the first one because mm -hmm. it was like mm -hmm. we're having the final battle of the episode like seven times yeah. yeah and then this one i was like did i miss him like did i just miss it because i feel yeah. like he should be featured more probably Char no. only shows up for like what feels like three scenes yeah because yeah. once garma dies in the original series he does just disappear for a long time yeah. um he'll be pretty heavily featured in encounters in space because he has like a whole mm -hmm. like storyline that'll take place because the only thing we really got about him this movie is that it confirms that Sela is that's that's her brother mm -hmm. um that they're related i forgot her name was artesia like her real name yeah like i couldn't remember like a real name either after they said it like twice mm. so I, but mm -hmm. i keep calling her Sela, but i do know that's she has another name or yeah. like a real name yeah because uh I don't think their full name's mentioned, and it's maybe a spoiler for the next movie, and it's or it's maybe a spoiler for the origin. Uh, mm. But they have like a family that they're attached to, mm -hmm. okay. and I don't want to bring it up in case it's like yeah. a to thing safe, that comes yeah. up in the third movie. Um, Char's real name is Casval, uh, and her real name is Artesia. I won't mention their second yeah. names just in case. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Be safe. Yeah, but yeah. The, uh, yeah, like, I enjoyed this one a lot more. It did just mm -hmm. get a bit boring as it went on, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. I think it helps for us that, like, we knew what we were getting into at this yeah. point, like, the vibe. and. I think, because I don't think you told us before we watched the first, or maybe just not me, that it was multiple episodes. So I just watched them, like, well, this is very much creative choices being made I, and storytelling. I think I, I maybe mentioned it, but not, like, in-depth. Like, sort that of in passing, because, yeah. like, I... I can't remember if I mentioned this last episode. I remembered like halfway through the first one that oh, this is a compilation. Movie. Yeah. Like I spent that first hour like this feels weirdly paced for a movie, and mm -hmm. then suddenly it hit my mind. Wait, this is a comp movie, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure if you've told like me before. Possibly. It, I, it I feel like it could also I've... be that I just forgot. One hundred. Yeah. yeah. I think I maybe brought up when we were like planning out the episodes, mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, so let's watch this. I maybe like briefly mentioned it mm -hmm. but i probably didn't go over it in too much detail because i it's probably something in my brain i'd be like we'll talk about that in the yeah, episode yeah, yeah, um but yeah it would have definitely maybe prepared you guys more yeah. for how that <laughs> one felt um the, we... if you watch it going and knowing it's not gonna go how i think it should yeah. go like oh you know set up confrontation ending because mm -hmm. it's very much multiple ones. Yeah. Kind of. You can 
sometimes tell, but sometimes you can't really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's missing parts as well. I think yeah. if you're just prepared for it, it's a lot more enjoyable. Mm, definitely. Although I still, having seen the original series and knowing what I was getting into, the first film is, is a struggle <laughs> to get through. <laughs> because it, it backends everything that's like kind of important to the narrative until the very end. You know, when they reveal the Xeon and, and, you know... Like, I feel like they could have cut Rambaral's section from the first movie mm. and, like, just had him, like, watching that as, like, a hint of him coming mm. in the next movie and then shifted that so that his whole story was, like, contained. Yeah, because yeah. he's, like, th- sort of the main bad guy for yeah. this one. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like a... Once... Well, yeah, once Shard disappears, he kind of becomes, like, the main villain that they're up against for, like, a part of the the series. And obviously, you know, it being a series, that's what happens. You kind of go through a different mm. antagonist mm. before you reach the final main boss. Boss, yeah. Mm. Which, you know, more fights with Shard coming up. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Look, as long as it's not so many times to the point where I'm like, again? <laughs> I think, like, the, the upside... Of like obviously when they fight here and then when they fight when they fight encounter and encounters in space, uh, it won't be like just him and his Zaku going up against yeah. Amro and the 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 Gundam. It'll be like he'll Shar will be in different mm-hmm. like mobile suits and stuff like that. So it's there'll be variety. There'll be variety. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know they set up a rivalry, so they need to mm-hmm. kind of follow it yeah. through. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So one thing I did notice because we spoke about obviously Iselina garma's girlfriend mm-hmm. in the first movie and i was like yeah she'll show up in the next one because her storyline isn't done <laughs> and she's just not there yeah i completely forgot she existed until you mentioned her like as yeah. i was watching it i was watching it and like um what was her name hamon yeah rambaral's wife wife mm-hmm. uh like she dies and that's like the end of rambaral's story arc mm-hmm. and i was like because He's dead, and that's yeah. she's dead. And then I'm suddenly just sitting there like, where's Iselina? <laughs> where's yeah. her part? Where's Icelandia? Icelandia. <laughs> because, like, she has this full thing where she, like, gathers some of Garma's troops and, like, attacks mm-hmm. the white base. And she dies. And even though they don't know who she is, like, the white base give her, like, a full funeral and respect and all that yeah. stuff. And it's like... That would have been a great moment to put mm-hmm. in the movie. Mm. But at the same time, I also get maybe why it wasn't in this one, because you had the whole thing with Rambaral, you know, his respect for the, you know, the white base, even though mm. they're enemies, his death, Hamon's death, Matilda's death, Ryu's death. Miharu as well. I don't know if the, what her the spy name. girl the doesn't spy really girl. count to me. No, oh, well, I suppose it counts for, for Kai. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, I think th- that is a, an issue I noticed with it being a compilation movie. There's characters that appear that we don't care about. We're like, interesting. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, a change of heart. Okay, yeah, interesting. And then, and she's gone. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I was interested in that storyline, but, yeah. like, it was very, like, blasted through mm-hmm. because, yeah. like, Kai meets her. We learn she's a spy and that she's got, like, two little siblings. You okay? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> two little siblings to take care of. Um, then she sneaks onto the base. Then the, she's immediately caught by like Kai, <laughs> yes. and then she immediately has a change of heart yeah. and like feels regretful for being a spy. Then she helps in the fight. Then she dies. 
Yep. Yeah. And that happens in the span of like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yep, pretty much. Half an hour. And I was like, wow, that was a nice side story. Yeah. It didn't need to be here, though. No, it was like, you can look at it. A change of heart in these situations mm-hmm. is always a nice storyline, but I wish it was better developed, but I understand from a timing perspective, yeah. you couldn't delve more into it because then that would have dragged on even more. I feel more. like that storyline maybe would have had a bit more weight if we knew more about Kai because, also, yeah. you know, in the original series, you've seen him be an absolute whiny little bitch. Mm-hmm. Which you sort of get from like the first movie and the yeah. bits of this one, but like we've only really focused on him now. Now, yeah, it's the same with Ryu. Like his death is like a massive turning point for the series, and we only kind of started seeing him in like a handful of scenes and the lead yeah. up to his death. Yeah, I remember seeing him. Oh, I liked him. I liked. He was great. And I was like, oh, oh, well, oh, he's <laughs> gone. Oh, like, Could... good, good death, but. I was honestly expecting, like, oh no, he actually survived. Or something. And then we just have this whole funeral, like, oh, oh he's shit. dead. Yeah, because that's yeah. like, you know, a big moment for mm-hmm. the original series is like when, uh, you know, Amaro, Frau, and Hayato and all that, they kind of realize the situation they're in and, mm-hmm. you know, this is a real war, people are going to die. And, and, you know, it feels like it's resolved something and then Amaro is Philly just still being a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he goes to defect, like, right after the night. Yeah. Wait, no, no, no. Or is that before? That's before. That's before, yeah, yeah, because he comes back and then Ryu, like, sacrifices yeah, himself. Yeah, he has, like, a whole existential crisis. Oh, that... I couldn't help but laugh. Like, there's a whole oh, battle yeah. going on yeah. in this canyon mm-hmm. with the white base, and he's just like, what am I fighting for? Why are we doing this? And I'm like, like, motherfucker, there's a battle going on. Can yeah. this wait? Like, I, I like it as a scene because, you know, it's important to mention. In war, we're still human. And, yeah. You know, we still question our decisions. But it was kind of like, you've been shown to kind of care. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, I know you're a child and I don't want you to be here, but yeah, it's... get your ass <laughs> over there. It's not like really this, to the same extent at all, but it sort of reminded me of like in Metroid like in Metroid Other M, which takes place after a few Metroid games mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. Samus has fought Ridley. Mm-hmm. She meets Ridley again in Other M and she goes into a full PTSD. Oh my God, it's Ridley. He killed my parents. And I'm like, Samus, you've killed this fucker three <laughs> times already. Why are you going through this now? Uh, yeah, it's, it's a weird one because it's not the only scene we're going to see of Amaro like that. I mean, I I'm okay with that, yeah. as long as it's just not in the middle of, like, an action scene. But, like, like this where, one... Where, like, he's literally just off to the side and could be shot at at any yeah. moment. Yeah, if it's in, great. like, where he's in, like, a quiet place mm-hmm. where, like, he's, like, hiding or something. I'm Or something similar, you yeah, know? Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Fuck. No. Okay, then, yeah, this is going to be dumb. Contextually, the other ones will make sense. Um, because they have <laughs> okay. a purpose. This mm-hmm. one kind of only exists so that Ryu can die. Okay. Because, you know, if Amaro wasn't being a whiny little bitch, he would have been able to take down Hamon's Mm -hmm. beetle thing. (laughs) I don't know what it's called. It really is a beetle thing. It is a beetle thing, yeah. Um, There's so many names thrown out. (laughs) They just throw a lot of terms at you, and I'm like, no, that's the beetle thing. (laughs) I'm not going to... I ain't remembering that name. This movie in particular just kind of throws so many different mobile suits from the Xeon faction yeah. out there and I'm like, oh. oh yeah, they have a lot and the Federation just has the Gundam and I'm like, how have they survived? 
like nine months of this war. My brain just stopped counting them after a while. <laughs> they, they hide were just... in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> They're so stealthy, those giant fucking suits. <laughs> I was surprised to see the Black Tri shooters turn up. They're the ones that done like the weird three on one attack on Amaro when they mm. were. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Where, where were they attacking? It was called Operation Odessa, and I, I don't really remember what purpose it serves in the movie, because they just kind of are like, we're here, Might we're well. doing a thing. <laughs> were they in South Africa? America, South... they would have been South Africa. No, because that's Jabiro. Oh, yeah, because they're going to South yeah. America. Yeah. Sorry, uh, my brain's suddenly You're shutting down. Because uh, apparently, like, no, you know... Because, <laughs> like, the, there's a whole thing of, like, you know, because the white base is doing this... The Federation seizes the opportunity to assault this base, and I'm like, okay, uh-huh. sure. And then suddenly, the white base is just there taking part in the operation, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> also, I can't help but see the white base as like Lapras, the Pokemon, like oh, the shape of uh, it. I, I kind of get what like, you mean. Yeah, uh. <laughs> yeah, that kind of makes sense actually. I've and never noticed that before. Another thing, I'm, I know this kid probably came up like the first movie, and I've just forgotten. But, like, White Base and Trojan Horse, they're the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, the Xeon don't know what it's called, Okay. so they call it the Trojan Horse. I, I did remember it was, like, that halfway through, but they, they kept it, throwing yeah. it around interchangeably, yeah. and I got mm-hmm. really confused for a bit, like, the, the, what's the Trojan Horse and what's the White Base? It's, they yeah. sound like they're different things, It'll always be the Federation calling it the White Base, okay. and it'll always be yeah. the Xeon. I figured that out, like, calling it Trojan. after yeah. a while, but at, for, for, like, the first half an hour, I was like... Which one is which? Yeah. What am I supposed to be focusing on? What I don't understand though is why they call it the Trojan Horse because, you know, it, they have mobile suit carriers. So it's not like it's the first of its type. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, when I heard Trojan Horse, I, I suppose it makes sense. Yeah. But it's like, I, I feel like if you're going to go, like, make a name for your enemy, I'd make it a stupid ass one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. This is like, they call respect. the Gundam the White One. Really? And they're just like, That's... Trojan Horse. It's not even that white. It's not even that white. No, the, like if I'm looking at the Gundam for the first mm-hmm. time, blue, blue is yeah. the first yeah. thing I see. Like yeah, that's the main. The central like, part is all blue. Yeah. yeah. Or just call them by all the color. Like, oh, that's the red, white, and blue. That's maybe a bit long. Yeah. <laughs> and a bit too American. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a touch of yellow in there. There oh, is. Yeah, yeah. The red, uh, white, blue, and yellow. The red, white, blue, and yellow. Just look at the bit of uh, the bit of yellow. Like that's piss boy right there. <laughs> it's it's the rugby one. Why is it the rugby one? It's red, green, blue, and yellow. Maybe a bit too Mobile smart. suit rugby. <laughs> mobile suit rugby. I'm sure that's the a sports movie. anime. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised there's not like some sort of like stupid spin-off. <laughs> it's like a Top Gun esque. Yeah. Like, they're just all shirtless for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> I mean, they've done one where, like, they're, they're, like, the super deformed and they're sentient. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. Why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the weird thing is to watch about this movie is that this movie takes place, like, so we have uh, the confrontation with Amber Allen, and then we have Operation Odessa. And that is literally the starting point of the new Gundam game that just came out. Oh. Um, that's the one you're playing. That's the one I've been playing, yeah. SD Gundam Battle Alliance. Um... And like so, when you start, you're like a like a small unit taking part in Operation mm-hmm. Odessa, and then the timeline gets fucked up, and you're transported to the confrontation with Rambaral. But Amro's not there, so you have to fight Rambaral. But then he gets swapped out with one of the Gundams from 
a different timeline. Video oh. games. <laughs> I just thought I just wanted to mention that it was weird mm-hmm. that I was playing that and then sat down to watch this and was like, huh? Mm-hmm. I've just experienced this so many times because I had to grind a little bit to you know level up my my mobile suit and stuff and I was like, fuck, I've seen this scene so many times. <laughs> Barry, stop fucking up the timeline. <laughs> uh, um, is there anything else we want to bring up? Uh, I noticed some, uh, this is like a sort of small thing. It you mentioned much. animation errors. Yeah. And I was watching it and I'm like, there's considerably less than the first movie, I think. Maybe there's l- there's was... less noticeable ones like where the Gundam just suddenly... Maybe it's because <laughs> I actually cared a lot more this time that I started yeah. I started noticing Maybe. them. But like the big one that I noticed was like occasionally like backgrounds will repeat mm-hmm. and like not in like a seamless sort of way where you won't notice unless you're really looking like actual chunks of rock just suddenly snap back uh, into place while they're like running and I couldn't help but notice it. Oh, I, I don't know how I didn't pick up on that. Melina didn't either because we well, were talking about this it earlier. I watched it on a shitty laptop. So. I watched it on a big 43-inch TV. I really don't know how I didn't notice it. I, I don't know how I noticed it. Then. Like, <laughs> I couldn't it's, help but it notice could, it. It could just be you're hyper-fixated on mm, it. And you're yeah. like, not that you're looking for it, but you know when you're suddenly looking at a certain corner and you're like, wait a second. Yeah, That was probably it. Yeah, yeah. like My eyes just sort of glazed on like mm. one corner and mm. I just spotted it and I couldn't stop after that. Because mm. I thought you were going to bring up the the background that they, they introduce in this one where, like, when Amro's fighting. Mm. And it's kind of like a, a hint that he's using, like, his new type abilities ah. during the fight. So, like, you know when he's taking on the three guys and he's, mm. like, you know, jumping over them and all of that sort yeah, of stuff yeah. and the background turns to, like, a kind of psychedelic-esque yeah. pattern and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I thought you were maybe going to bring up, like, something like that because you mentioned something flashing and I'm like, I could see how that could I mean, be yeah. compared to the last one because I think we all agreed the last one was too flashy and yeah, we all got yeah. nauseous. Yeah, this my eyes didn't strain this time, thank great. God. <laughs> yeah, because it's especially like near the ending with the last one, so I think we were all just kind of saying like, "Oh my God, yeah. I'm so done." <laughs> and that doesn't happen this time, which makes it a more yeah, you know, yeah, enjoyable experience. Yeah. The next one's gonna have some like proper psychedelic scenes, but not like flashing, okay, but more okay. like pretty colors. There was one sort of like scene like that though. It's when uh, Sela and Char meet again mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. one. Like they they sort of spot each other. Char says like something. Is it Char or Char? Sorry. Char. Char. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was saying Char. I didn't mean to. <laughs> but uh, like he says something, and then suddenly everything goes all like pink and blue yeah. and stuff. And I couldn't help but think. I've now made everything psychedelic by seeing you. <laughs> that happens more in the TV series. Like, it's something that doesn't come up too much in the movies, though, interestingly. There's, like, quite a few scenes like that, especially where, like, Amro's piloting the, the Gundam and you'll, like, kill someone. He's like, oh, fuck, I've killed someone. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think this movie had a better touch on, like, children in war. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it was mentioned a bit weirdly, like, when... Like, the enemy were in the white base and they were like the three annoying ass little kids yeah they're yes. like oh my god there's those, kids here anyway those <laughs> fucking rugrats like oh. they were a little annoyance in the first mm. one yeah but I, I i hated them by the end of this movie and like the last 20 minutes is dedicated oh. to them saving the day i yeah. just i had to tell i was talking to my boyfriend he was like oh how did you enjoy the second one because he didn't watch it with mm-hmm. me and i was like so at the end these children go into this place. They're like, there's bombs. So what they decide to do, because they're children, is 
take the bombs, get in the car, drive and them drive into a away. <laughs> and which you're like, it's a very heroic thing to do. But you're like four years old. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I am watching a Rugrats episode, a very heavy Rugrats yeah. episode, <laughs> but a Rugrats episode nonetheless. And the final scene of this movie, like before, is it before or after like that little conference that like Ma- Ma- Mariu and Bright are in? Oh, Mirai and Bright. Mirai. Uh. Are like, and I can't remember if it's before or after, but the big fuck yeah end moment of this film is the kids get to stay. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Oh, yeah, because the kids get to stay the white base leaves and the credits roll. Yeah, yeah. which I want to say, like, oh, we are supposed to have connected to these kids and we're supposed to be happy that they get to go on this warship. But, like, the rational part of me is, like, I don't care if the kids want to stay. Yeah. Get them off get them the off. warship. Yeah, this, we, it doesn't matter what they fucking think. Get they're, them to somewhere they're else. children. Yeah, <laughs> they are, they're actual infants. Yeah. Second uh. note, by the way. Get someone else to look after them other than Frau, because she's clearly way too stressed about them. Uh, I love knowing where that storyline goes. Oh, fucking die. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll tell you now, they don't die, because I no. feel like that would just be, like, a hair too far. Yeah, yeah. I know it'd be a hair too far, but, like, I don't mind. Uh, they fall into the ocean, and we don't know what happens. Look, there's a convenient, like, well that fits <laughs> them all just right down there. Yeah. If we could just throw them in. Yeah. yeah. If, no if, one would care. If you hate them now, oh God. just wait till we get to Zeta. I'm going to strangle them. You're <laughs> going to strangle one of them. Um, I want them to be on part of the abuse counter <laughs> that I've also made for this movie. One Not of them, as much as the first one, but it's there. One of them in particular is an absolute fucking pain in the arse is and it, Zeta. Is it like the girl one? No, it's not the girl oh, one. Okay. That's shot. I, I would have expected it to be her. I don't know why. Nah, it's it's one of the other ones. She seems to be the one with like who's like the loudest in these yeah. movies. I feel like I don't know if she's I know they're all three are like shown in Zeta, but only really one of them's like heavily featured mm-hmm. as like a main character type thing. Mm. Which is interesting because you mentioned like they kinda look four, five ish, mm-hmm. but this Zeta takes place... If and they're over five years old, that's fucking incorrect. Yeah, <laughs> this is wrong. Because Zeta takes place in 0087. Mm-hmm. So that's eight years after this one, because this is 0079, as it okay. mentions at the beginning of the movie. So how old are they supposed to be? Well, Katz, which is one of the guys, mm-hmm. is like 15, isn't it? But Fuck off. I-, I thought Amaru was 15. Amaru's 15 now, yeah, but, you know... Like time. time, time, but he hasn't fucking aged. <laughs> I'm talking about Zeta. Zeta, as in the next. Series. Oh, the next one. Oh, thank God. I was like, what do you mean he's aged over these past? No. Two months? Oh no 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 thank no no. God. So this is take. So the whole movie trilogy mm-hmm. takes place in 0079, ending yeah. on New Year of 0080. Okay, great. So that, that means the sense. kids are like eight. The kids are like oh, eight at the that's moment. That's wrong. That no. feels wrong. Yeah. yeah. They just kind of like made character designs and then squished them down. Yeah, yeah, they're like the chibi sort of super deformed. I'm just yeah. glad they cut most of the scenes where they're running around naked. Yeah, because yeah, that happened like in one. There's scene. like yeah. one. Was very yeah, but there's like... there's more than one in the original series of like oh. them and Frau showering and Amro just like walks as walks. Yeah, because the the one scene that that happens here, I was like, did we need this scene? Yeah, yeah. Like... and it was Mirai actually in the shower, like oh, who is uh, Bright's. Actually, it's weird. The movie doesn't. The movie tries to hint at this, yeah. But I feel like it just absolutely fails. But like at this point, Bright and Mirai, who's like the pilot of the ship, Mm -hmm. Bright's the captain. 
uh, are like kinda starting to are they, are get they, into a relationship. Are they oh. fucking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, okay, I did not get that at all. It's like sort of hinted at, and I'm like, this is very poorly done. Yeah, because like, I mean, they're in some scenes together, because obviously he's the yeah. captain, she's the pilot, but they don't really interact with each other. But to be fair, much. you know, why would the pilot of the ship be in the conference where the captain is? It's a good point. I, I mean, yeah. I can't remember if it's like just for like a post the word when like they're, they're like promoting like the dead like soldiers like three oh, times yeah, yeah. but I thought it might have been something like that so she's been promoted to like that but nah. nah she's still the pilot yep okay then <laughs> good point yeah <laughs> so yeah at this point they're meant to be like heavily on each other and you know romanticizing as they fucking they fucking <laughs> um and this movie just does a very piss poor job <laughs> of <laughs> showing that um yeah because the the scene where the kids are uh, naked. She's naked as well, isn't she? She's in the shower, yeah. Yeah, which is it. It just caught me off guard because I was like, I don't didn't think this was the type of movie for this. Oh, and uh, it was cut from the, the first movie, but like in the early part of the show, you full on see Frau naked. Really? Oh, for yeah. fuck's sake! And she's a child. She's a child. Yeah. Uh huh. God. She's like the same age of, as Amaro, isn't she? Yep. So she's yeah. like fifteen. Uh, yeah. Thank God it's cut. Yep. Yeah. It, it just caught me off guard when watching because it, it was an uncomfortable kind of scene. It just mm. felt like we didn't need this. Yeah, like yeah. that scene doesn't actually serve no. any purpose whatsoever. I think it's just there to kind of swing you out of whatever mood you're in to be like, we're now changing the pace, so we're just going to make you uncomfortable for a few <laughs> seconds so we can kind of restart. <laughs> it's like laugh. Laugh! <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> There's more going on. I can't laugh. <laughs> laugh. But yeah, I think the the way they show war on children, it's it's done well in some cases. Mm-hmm. Like to a point where I was like, oh, you know, credits them. This yeah. is really good. But just the guy walking in. There's children on this ship. Anyway, so <laughs> here's the thing though. They knew before that because like yeah, there was when the surely they know. It was when like there was a mobile suit kind of running alongside the ship, and he looks mm. and he's like, "There's children here." And then someone puts a bomb on the window and is like, "Why is there a kid here? Kid, move! I'm gonna blow the window in." Yeah. Can you move? I'm trying to blow you up. <laughs> like I did like because those are like the Zeon soldiers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did. I've mentioned this as well. I was like, I like how the Zeon soldiers are all like, "What the fuck? These are children. <laughs> this that's fucked up." And like, then don't the proceed to back no off from this. <laughs> like they're like, we don't allow children on ships for obvious reasons, and here they are, the good guys. But then Rambaral sees them and he's like, "Ah, fuck it. There's kids everywhere anyway." Yeah. And then. <laughs> <laughs> in the movie you've got like the bomb the bomb like setters who are like tie up the kids and just blow them up yeah. in the base and I was like oh okay that sort of undoes yeah. that policy there they could legit tell the kids um yeah we're with the, the federation just follow us like, okay <laughs> they could have done that no time bomb the child <laughs> it's like, oh, just tie them up like why <laughs> no time sets the bomb to half an hour like yeah couldn't they that, that's the thing that always bothers me in movies like you don't have to have a very long time. We're just enough for you to get out. Yeah. They were, they were out. Yeah. <laughs> ten, ten minutes, my guys. I'm sure you can make it out that, yeah, in that I, time. Like, I know be safe and everything in case of traffic or some but shit. But this is a war. That's excessive. Yeah. <laughs> you need to strike fast. Uh, if the Zeon do anything, it's not striking fast. No. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think that's the end. Yeah. Of, I yeah. think I've said all we can yeah. say. 
Um, yeah, the biggest note is just better than the first better one. Better than the first yeah, one, yeah. definitely. Still some issues, but mm-hmm. I definitely enjoy this. I'm actually looking forward to the third one. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how it all ends again, because I haven't seen this since 2015, oh. I think. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm interested to see how I think about it now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, getting to see Char's backstory, I think that'll be interesting, because yeah. you know, Char's kind of just been here. <laughs> I, I'd like to know more on his character, because like, yeah. he's like a popular character. Yeah. He is very popular, yeah. So yeah, I want to see mm-hmm. why. Yeah. <laughs> At some point, I was like, we haven't seen him. Is this him? Is this him? Is this him? <laughs> sees no, they any... make sure you know who yeah. he is. Sailor sees any blonde person in a vicinity. Brother. <laughs> uh, that's another thing, though, about like this, is like Sailor wants confirmation that Shar is her brother. Speaks to one person who just gives her the vaguest... Mm-hmm. like rumor he just showed up one day and he's blonde that's my brother yeah right. she's just like as my brother and i'm like huh what what you're like we need more validation i would love it though if like then they met and he's just like who the fuck are you <laughs> he's like i'm not your fucking brother brother <laughs> brother <laughs> brother i'm an only child <laughs> who the fuck are you <laughs> other blonde people exist you know just blast up <laughs> so from Space Nazis to normal Nazis. <laughs> to, yeah. What a beautiful segue. How to segue into <laughs> Lupin the Third. Yeah. Um, Lupin. Yeah, so some context for the first. I think I mentioned it when I was introducing it, but it's obviously, you know, CG, yeah. which yeah. is not common no. for anime. Um, so, yeah, that's. It was a big thing for the, the series. I think it was celebrating. An anniversary. It was like part of that. I feel like I saw something about that in like the credits or something. Yeah, well, what you seen in the credits was a quote from yeah, from uh, Monkey, Monkey Punch because who... he passed away just so. a couple of months before yeah. this movie came out, and it was one of his biggest hopes for Lupin to see him make the transition into three D CG. So luckily, he did get to see some of the movie. Uh, I don't know if he ever got to see the fully finished one, uh, but he did say. This here, I got a quote. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been looking forward to a 3D, C- 3D CG Lupin the Third for a long time. I've taken a look at the characters and story. It looks like this Lupin will come packed with new sensations, and I'm getting excited just thinking about how the film will turn out. That's nice. Oh, yeah, yeah That's so nice. a bit of a depressing note to open on for the yeah. film, uh, but yeah, just wanted to bring it up. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. You can't, I feel like it'd be, if we didn't mention it, it'd be like a big mistake. Yeah. Because it's. Very, it's like the first thing that like comes up after when the credits start. Yeah, roll, so. you get like a note from from Monkey Punch, uh, saying you know that he hopes to keep sending Lupin all over on, the all world. All over the world Which was just <laughs> beautiful to see. Really. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Yeah, I loved this movie. Yeah, I'll be honest, I loved this movie even with its stupid moments. Yeah, I mean that's what you want from Lupin though, isn't yeah. it? As you like, want it to be a bit stupid. Yeah. I just want to say I love the choice they made and like you know Lupin he has these colors clothes and they're like full leather full leather leather. yeah watching the anime I never look at his jacket I was never like that's leather yeah no I always figured it was like a suit jacket that's what I thought as well and then I showed he just showed up I'm like that's a choice it's a perfect choice like love it there is an odd amount of characters wearing leather in this movie though (laughs) yeah I love the idea because leather clothes are the fucking worst yeah because you know you, you you struggle to get it. Yeah. Stretch for shit. But just and this is also any moment. Yeah. And this is also the fifties. Yeah. I, I wanted to ask because it's like, 
I'm unsure when it takes place. My mind was like, 70s I mean, fashion? Why it, it, opens, it, op- it opens in World War Two, but yeah. then, and then says like a decade. It says over a decade. Over right, a decade. But which which yeah. I did know. That's surprisingly vague. It's extremely yes. vague. <laughs> like that could be any time. But the thing is, it opens this like during World War Two, and it's like, what? When? When? <laughs> it was a while, okay? There's yeah. quite a few years this could have fucking happened. That's like six years we got to take into account here. It's like, there's very different parts of the war, so yeah. depending on when this is taking place. Mm-hmm. From the way I like looked at it, I assumed it was like the beginnings of the occupation of like France. Yeah. yeah. Which would mm-hmm. be like 1940, 41. Mm-hmm. If, I, Early, if I know yeah. my history, yeah. which I'm not a historian mm-hmm. or an expert. Yeah. But we don't know jack shit in here. <laughs> and then it's suddenly just like over a decade later. So I am assuming like late 50s. Yeah, yeah. late 50s. Because Hitler was old. <laughs> like they made him look old. Yeah. yeah. Like, I so mean, I was like, that's why I was like, seven But then there's also like a Chinook. And I'm like, I don't think they had them in the 50s. I'm, I feel like the implication is probably like, it's just a mishmash of yeah. Yeah. like post-World War Two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> Which makes sense for Lupin yeah. because fuck the laws of physics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he's you know, like, he's lived for a long yeah. fucking time if you're going by the anime <laughs> timeline. Oh, yeah. Because, like, each, like, part seems to just continue on mm-hmm. from the other one and it's like... He very much has, like, an Ash Ketchum sort of sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, He's mention. just it's kinda eternally, like... A... like in his 20s. Yeah, because, like, part one, I think, takes place in the 50s, maybe. But then, like, by the t- part by the time of part six, they're in the modern day. Mm-hmm. And you have Jigen, like, properly questioning, am I too old? And I'm like, <laughs> huh. I feel like you probably are, my <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's one of those things that, like, it could have gone horrifically wrong. Oh, yeah. And moving into 3D, but I think they, they pulled it off really I was, well. I, I I remember when like it started, like the first couple like moments of the film, I was like, oh, am I gonna have to get used to this? Yeah, but I got used to it surprisingly fast. It I think, works very well. Yeah. yeah, I think the only thing I had trouble getting used to was the uh, the dubbing, mm. just because obviously it you know, slightly... yeah, the lips oh, are obviously yeah. more the mouth movement is more expressive because it's you know 3d rather than mm. just opening and closing all yeah. the time but they're also very much matched to the japanese voices yeah, yeah. um because they you know you can't reanimate something like that yeah, which i understood completely but it's 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 getting you still have it's still a bit distracting it still takes yeah. a while to get used to yeah um but everyone's on their a game in yeah. this one i think voice oh, yeah. wise this has like nothing to do with like lupin but like for like the dubbing thing it helps that not too long ago i watched like the the Man With No Name trilogy, which mm. was all recorded mm. originally in Italian. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've watched movies before where, like, there's obvious dubbing, mm-hmm. so I can get used to it. Well, I think Man With No Name has Clint Eastwood, Fistful of Dollars, yeah. uh, for a few dollars more, more, and The Good, Mad, and The Ugly. Yeah. I think all the actors just spoke their native language in uh, that. Okay. Yeah, I mean... It looks like Clint Eastwood is, like, dubbed, but, like... I, I mean, he's dubbed by himself. I know, but still. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it feels weird still. Yeah, it does still feel a bit odd. Um, sorry, I've lost my train of thought. There. I don't want to go into that because that's yeah. a whole, like, other That's a whole other thing. Maybe maybe we'll watch the, Ma- the Man With No Name trilogy at some point. If I don't we do, know. Uh, can we skip, like, a few dollars more because that one's just a slog. Oh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Lupin. Um, Fujiko. Fujiko, Fujiko. she's yeah, useful she's... again. Oh. <laughs> I the was so redemption. happy. It was so nice to see her again. I also love that. It took me that... a while to be like, Fujiko? Because it takes her a while to mention her. Very different. Yeah. 
And I, I always wait to see, like, just could someone just say, like, hey, Fujiko, nice to see you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I know for sure. Because we talked about it. her hair color has changed. I was going to say. Her hair I'll... color changes a lot. But for yeah. me, it's the hairstyle that mm. threw me off in this one. Yeah, because she's usually got, like, big, long sort mm-hmm. of, like, hair. Whereas yeah. this one, it's, a, it's shorter. It's yeah, and cut. she's also got a bit of, like, a... It's not up at the front. It's, like, down. And then yeah. there's, like, a... Yeah. An up part. And I'm, like... Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> it's just the way she was dressed where it was like, hey, that's her. Yeah. <laughs> a hairstylist. As soon as you see legs and dress and you're like, Fujiko. Yeah, because <laughs> it makes sure that that's yeah. how she's introduced. Yeah, but they make sure no one else looks like that. And that, yeah. that's something I love about her because they, they don't make her sexualize in a way, which is... Not in this one, no. 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 I thought they, they handled it really well because, you know, women can be dressed with less clothing and not mm-hmm. be sexualized. Mm. And she's just fucking badass. Yeah. Yeah, she's and, cool. Yeah. Because in this one, it feels like there's, like, a distinct intention of, like, when they're in the plane mm-hmm. and, like, she's escaping. She's in a dress and she, like, takes her dress off. We don't see anything in this one. And I'm like, no. oh, thank, thank God. Like, it's, it's very much like a sudden cut. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's good. That there's They've put taste. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's a tasteful way to do yeah. it, you know? Like, we all know. Yeah. We mm-hmm. all know. But we but don't need to see it. No. Yeah. It's not important. We see no. Lupin's reaction, and that's enough. That's that's, that's what more, we want to see, because that's funny. more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Also, in this animation, I feel like it will feel wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like that's maybe also another reason yeah. why they've done it. I was like, yeah, I don't want to see that. we're hitting, like, something else that I don't want to, like, yeah. be reminded of. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> but she was, she was great. Yeah. Like, I think my second favorite character in this... Because mm. the detective, fuck. Oh, oh yeah, Zenigata. Zenigata was, like, oh. the best character in this Every movie. time he shows up, it is gold. Go I just love for this, like, style, they were like, we're going to make sure he fully stands still for a second, <laughs> yeah. takes a breath, and screams his fucking <laughs> lungs out before he does anything. Inhale. And I just love how he always has, like, an army yeah. of just faceless guys with him he has his own like mooks and <laughs> yeah. like, just follow him around and i love it because yeah, this thinking of having that job oh I, you know i work for like police forces oh it's a busy so, well i just kind of have to follow this crazy fucking guy around who is like this arch nemesis yeah <laughs> no no i i always love the fact that they are very much loyal to him oh, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they're no they're questions. just so ready to yeah. like be in with him on this journey because mm-hmm. it's so fun because i love it in the opening where like you know, Lupin's about to steal the the book, yeah. and he gets handcuffed, and someone just shouts in Zenigata, and there's just this pause and silence, and then the door just busts <laughs> open. I loved that uh, we talked about the scene because it was like the only clip I'd seen mm-hmm. before we watched this movie. But like, I end up watching rewatching it like five times because <laughs> I love it. But like, when they're in the desert, and he says, "Well, we're gonna have to call him." Gets yeah. the radio, hello, and then just the hell, it's it smash cuts. It's, to what I love watching it is you see the door kind of I was about to open, and then he just kicks it. Yeah, it's opening, and he's like, "This isn't fast enough." <laughs> and I, I love the full context of that scene, though, when you see the that he gets out and is like approaching, and it's just like a like a mechanical a thing. Done, yeah. <laughs> and but they all he's... just stop, and it's like dun 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 dun. <laughs> As the other police officers kind of like, like bump into him. The first thing I thought was like, everyone exits this helicopter thing. Even the pilots are like, I gotta fucking <laughs> yeah. see this shit. Yeah. I'm like, it takes a while. I know your headphones off, you're fucking everything. 
They're, they're like, loyal to Zenigas. So they, they know the routine at this yeah. point, and they, they have, are fully dedicated to They have to, to be it. in, like, a five-meter perimeter. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be part of that team. Because <laughs> they know if they're not with him, he'll end up helping Lupin. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what happens. Exactly what happens. Yeah. And to be fair, they went along with it. Yeah, yeah they did. <laughs> I love that they just end up getting help from Interpol at the end of the movie. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love, like the little ending like right at the credits just to like jump to this when like he's chasing like Lupin again mm-hmm. like in the boat and then he just suddenly turns around and like they all they salute, all salute the- yeah for a second Leticia. Like, does she have military status <laughs> no I think he's just like it's you know respect. being yeah. respectful because everyone's know, really into her for some she's reason she's the reason that he helps them because yeah. she asks him and he's like oh fuck yes she doesn't even like try and do that in like a Fujiko style she just no. says please yeah and then, and then oh. like just sort of angel rays come down mm-hmm. and she's completely unaware of it and everyone's just like I will I will help you it's I the reaction of you. I have pledged myself <laughs> it's the reaction of like Lupin and Zeniga not Zeniga Goemon and mm-hmm. Jigen uh, Jigen yeah I, I love that right after that Lupin just goes really really yeah <laughs> Like, even he didn't expect that. <laughs> One of my favorite little kind of bits of animation, though, is like at the end where, you know, uh, Lupin's kind of coming down with the gravity thing and it's mm-hmm. like they're all watching from the window and he's yeah. like, ah, Lupin, he does it again and they're just kind of slinking away and he'll just turn around and you just see Goemon throw a little thumbs up before they <laughs> run away. <laughs> now we have to capture you. See ya. Because they just stand there, look at him, and Goemon's just like, I just run. I love the little moments of comedy yeah. in this movie. Yeah, it's great because, like, like I said, this could have gone horrifically wrong oh, moving them into CG. Yeah. But they made them so so expressive and like yeah. so within their character. Because yeah, mm, I like, think sometimes people just would go to like this style just because they feel like they should. Yeah. And I feel like they use the style to work to their advantage, like throwing in little things that would be more difficult to animate. Yeah. Like, a little thumbs up goes a long way. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, and it's just so clear. One moment I, I that stood out to me as well was, like, when we... It's, like, I think the first scene with Fujiko when mm-hmm. she's giving the book to them. And, mm-hmm. like, she's about to sneak out. She winks to the camera. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I remember I had to, like, rewind that for a second because I was like, did she just wink at the camera? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's, that's, that's hilarious. She yeah. also subtly sticks her tongue out when she's, like, leaving the room. Yeah. Because they're like, was it your intention to get to the treasure first? She just kind of sticks her tongue out and yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. It's yeah. all these little things. Yeah. It's the small things that really, you, you notice them and you're like, this just works. It mm-hmm. works well. It, it adds, adds so much character. Yeah. And it's not, because it, it goes to show that, like, they didn't just do this for the sake of doing it. Like, mm-hmm. they were they wanted to bring this yeah. to that realm and kind of use everything it had to offer. Like, mm-hmm. the car chase at the beginning of the movie looks fucking fantastic. Oh, I love that. And, like, I love the, the car chase at the beginning of Castle of Cagliostro, but, like, that's how you want to see a car chase mm-hmm. like that, you know? It's fast-paced, the camera's rotating yeah. around. Yeah. And, like, that's the thing. The, the movie knows how to use the camera. Because, like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of anime use CG. Uh, they'll, they'll move into CG, you know, like with Ghost in the Shell did. And they'll just start moving the camera. And you're like, oh, God, please slow down. I'm going to be sick. Yeah. But this, it's like it knew how to work a camera as mm-hmm. if it was just a cinematic camera. Yeah. Like there's Very tons of little zooms out or zoom mm-hmm. in or, you know, it, it doesn't. It's dynamic, but it's not overwhelming. Yeah, not yeah. too much. Yeah. Um, there was something else I was going to bring up and I totally forgot what it was. 
Have we mentioned Hitler yet? <laughs> no. We've gone this far without mentioning Hitler. <laughs> so Hitler. So Hitler. So, let's talk Hitler. Um... Actually, before we talk about Hitler, there was one other scene. And it's when they're doing the the trials to mm. get to the... Love a movie that ends like that. Yeah. Like, their final thing is like a trial, basically. Mm-hmm. It, just, it works. Very, along with the Nazis as well, it felt very Indiana Jones. Yeah. yeah. And I love when they get to the tunnel. And that is how you use Lupin's yes. theme. Yes. Because this is also, I think, the best rendition of this theme. Because it is just so over the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you got all the little, like, chimes and stuff yeah. going on. They went all out. They went, went all, all out. Yeah. And I loved it. Um, I just love that moment because you get to see... It, the tunnel thing is mm-hmm. amazingly done. I think, legit, I just sat there with... I'm impressed. Yeah. Like... They could have just had a really cool montage of him dodging everything mm-hmm. and running through it, but no, they're like, oh, fuck it, why would he? Yeah. He also kind of turns into Spider-Man for a second. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's, he's going all around, he's, like, almost flying. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And then he grabs, like, the cane and puts the hat on, and I legitimately went, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> huh. Can we... <laughs> We gotta stop it's, bringing him up like this. We gotta yeah. stop bringing him up. It's not really Hitler. It's not really Hitler. Yeah. Hitler has come up in two Lupin movies now. It's not many. If I had a nickel, it's weird. For it's every time Hitler was mentioned in a Lupin movie, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. It twice. <laughs> At least no one threw out a Nazi salute. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't. Like, that's improvement. Yeah, it wasn't it. like strangely pro. Hitler, which no. it wasn't really in Mammal, but like... Uh. They were just kind of like, he's there. We're not saying it's bad that it's here. Yeah. And I'm yeah. Like, Can we? History's I think the whole kind of like Nazi mm. thing is very subtle. Mm-hmm. But then that also comes to my issue with one casting issue, and it's Letitia's granddad. Not granddad. granddad. Air fake. quotes. Fake yeah. granddad. Yeah. Adopted granddad. He's meant to be German. He's, not He's very American. Yes. <laughs> Which is, it becomes even more apparent when you've got the very German very Nazi yeah, yeah. that he's working with. It took me a while to figure out German, because I think it was the first two lines the guy had. What's his name again? Uh... Gerard? It says Gerard in the credits, but he's very much saying... Geralt. Yeah, I kept wanting to say Geralt, but yeah. I was like, yeah. that doesn't sound right. Like, I think his first two lines were just pronounced in a bit of a French way. I was like, yeah. how dare you? It took me a while to kind of figure out <laughs> yeah. a couple of the characters' accents, like Gerard, mm-hmm. and then the kind of tall, buff, yeah, yeah. blonde beard dude. Mm. His accent changed like Hans. every time he spoke. Yeah. Hans, yeah. Because yeah. of course he's Hans. Course is he's this the second Hans. Hans that's turned up in a Lupin movie? Probably. Yeah. Didn't, if I didn't... had a name. Because <laughs> wasn't the guy in Cagliostro called Hans? <sighs> I want... Oh. It's, it's something similar at the very least. Yeah, because yeah. the one that, that had the Schwarzenegger no, voice... No, it, it was Gustav. Gustav. Oh, Gustav. <laughs> not, well, not similar to Hans whatsoever. <laughs> no, but I get if what I you mean. There. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, so yeah, some accents were weird to point out, but as soon as I hear German and it's like 50s, 60s, I'm like, I know exactly where <laughs> yeah. this is fucking going. I know what you are, you fuck. <laughs> the Führer. <laughs> Which, they say that exactly like that, like yeah. five times in this movie. It's the only time that Letitia's not granddad becomes German <laughs> is when he's like, the Führer? And it's Zayura. like, huh? 
Why are you talking like that? Every time that happened, I kept thinking of that as like the Helsinger Bridge clip that like oh, yeah. at one point where it's like, V? V? Ah, Nazis? <laughs> the way he says that, like he's shocked to find out too. Und V? Achoo! Gesundheit! We gotta show you that clip. Oh, yes. we gotta show I don't you think that. we have. No. So that's come out completely out of context for you. Sorry, Melina. If anyone it's is from... listening to this and has no idea what we're talking about, go watch Helsinger Bridge. It's, it's funny. I haven't seen the full thing, but like, just f- try and find that clip. It's funny. How could this get any worse? Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> what if they were Nazis? That would be word I don't want to say. <laughs> Cut to like base. We are uh, Nazis. <laughs> I feel like we might get in trouble for this episode. We need to put like a very like content warning at the beginning of this one. We say we are Nazis. We are not. We're not. We're We're very not. We're a fun joke, please. (laughs) (laughs) But so yeah, Hitler technically doesn't make an appearance. No, because it's Lupin. It needs to be explained. Like there was a a faked picture of Hitler to make Nazis believe he was alive. It was a faked picture. Yeah, that sort of does come out of nowhere. I'll be honest. Yeah, I feel like the the reasoning behind that is so dumb. They're like, oh, they put this picture out to see if they got any response from anywhere in the world, and I'm like. Okay. Everyone's going to respond. Like, yeah. everyone. That's if, not going to narrow it down. Yeah, yeah. If anywhere, like, even now or before, any any year, there was a picture of Hitler coming, everyone would know. Everyone yeah. would know. And it's not like, you know, a research group, which Anna Nerba is, mm. would suddenly just be like, world domination, back at it yes. again. I have seen a picture. <laughs> <laughs> we, we talked about it today and we were like, you know, a picture can be very yeah. easily fabricated. Looks just... like genocide. But I suppose the this menu, was the, 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 the late 50s, 60s. So, you know, yeah, slightly I love it. less I... chance of it being faked, if yeah. that makes sense. I just, but like, how would he get the picture? Was it mailed? To <laughs> yeah, that's what I was wondering as well. And he just opened the mail. Oh, my ruler. <laughs> he was very attached to it as well. Yeah. I loved like that the fake picture as well because he, Hitler looks like he's like to the camera. <laughs> he so he's extremely angry. pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. Which to be fair, it's Hitler. Yeah. But <laughs> I think the reveal worked well. Having Lupin just take yeah. the mask off. I was Hitler. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, like they set off at the beginning of the movie because yeah. that's mm-hmm. how we first meet Lupin. Yeah. In this movie. He's disguised as the police officer, which and that's how you do a callback. Yeah. yeah. I I loved that whole sequence because like. I didn't think about it at first, but then when it's like, I'll take the thing, I was like, oh my god, it's him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's my boy. I, I was like, Hitler's looking particularly animated today, like physically, you know? It was when, very yeah. weirdly. And it was when he filthy. smiled at Letitia, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, this is Lupin. I'll, yeah. Be, yeah. I'll be honest, the thought of him being in disguise sort of came up to me the moment, mm. like, the radio came in, like, oh, this has to be, like, a trap or yeah. something for him. And then, I, like, when we got to him, I was like, oh shit, that's actually him. And then I remembered, oh wait. There's this, there's a disguise that went on earlier yeah. that they could call back to that. The whole eclipse thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like something straight out of Final Fantasy. I love that they mm. threw all like reality out of the window. They're like, uh, secret power, alien technology. I'm like, oh, okay, we're just accepting yeah. when I, aliens for one. Yeah. <laughs> when I said earlier that this movie felt very Indiana Jones, I mean that in multiple ways. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Suddenly yeah. we're watching... Uh, it went from... Is like, it Crystal Skull? <laughs> yeah, it went from Last Crusade, which is when like the Nazis forced them mm-hmm. to like grab like an ancient artifact. But then it suddenly went right right into Crystal Skull. Yeah. Which is where the aliens show yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Which is also where Shia LaBeouf was in it. 
We don't talk about We don't it. talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> talk about it for another episode, obviously, but I kind of liked Crystal Skull, I'll be honest. I don't mind Crystal Skull either, to be honest. Temple of Doom is the bad movie. I haven't seen it in a long time, it's so painful. I can't really comment. We, and we're not talking about this movie. <laughs> yeah, no, I, no. I had to get that out there. Um, very fun, yeah. yeah. The whole creating black holes. I'm yeah. like, I don't know how this works. Maybe this could work like this, but I don't know. I I'll love how, like, it. one thing happened and, and Gerard is just, like, it creates miniature black holes. And it's like, yeah. how the fuck do you what? know? Yeah, <laughs> I, th- th- my first question was, do you know what a black hole is <laughs> yeah. at this point in time? Yeah, I was. he just looks, like, at the chaos that's created. I'm like, no, that could be a bomb. Like, yeah. it yeah. would look the same. Yeah. The, like, the end result would look the same. They do yeah. bring up that it's like, oh, this is, could be more powerful than the bombs on Hiroshima and mm-hmm. stuff, which makes sense, because World War II. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. then they say black hole generator. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. this is suddenly, you're suddenly like a couple decades ahead yeah. in terms of knowledge now. Like, I know it's meant to be alien technology, but do you know what a black hole is at this point? Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. uh, they started Hawking. by... Hawking. Hawking. <laughs> They started by kind of talking about it. It's like an infinite energy source. Yeah. And I was like, oh, some nuclear whatever. That's cool. And I was like, it creates black holes. I'm like, I don't know if you have the technology to turn that into energy. It I don't goes think through we a know. weird, like, Leticia describes it as a source of infinite energy. And yeah. then when the non-granddad, <laughs> what was his name? Grandfather. Grandfather. <laughs> Grandpapa. Um, <laughs> when he gets his hands on it, he's like, it's a weapon. It's yeah. like, okay. I mean, it gets infinite energy weapon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. And then suddenly, miniature black holes. And it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought back to him, like, black holes, I mean, energy, yeah, but how would you harness a black hole yeah. to create We're energy? Not... I, I, I also don't think they just disappear like no. a bomb when you detonate it. it like should it would stick around it's more yeah. like just sort of an implosion gun yeah mm-hmm. like a black hole generator mm-hmm. wormhole generator that mm-hmm. then closes I mean, that, it up but they yeah i guess black hole. <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe just use black hole to simplify everything yeah, yeah. a lot of similar vibes to cagliostro in this one yeah, yeah like even so. in terms of like lupin's character mm-hmm. because i know he's in the like usually more I don't want to say similar to his mystery of mammal self, but yeah, that's a touch more than like the heroic thief mm-hmm. that he was in Cagliostro. Yeah, kind of was in this one. Mm, I'd say his mystery of mammal like character maybe dialed down a touch for how he normally is, because mystery of mammal tried to be very similar to the manga, uh, which is you know dialed up compared to the anime. Um, hopefully, not as much sexual harassment. Yeah, this one was yeah. better because I was kind of scared seeing Letitia. I was like, she looks very young. Mm. Um, please, for the love of God, <laughs> can we treat her like maybe a normal human fucking being? <laughs> and he was actually nice, you know. Yeah, he like emailed only... her thesis. He doesn't treat her university. like her Clarice, which is nice. Yes. There's only like one scene when like he's in her like apartment that mm-hmm. like he sort of goes into that, but they play it. He very much plays it like as a non-serious yeah. sort of thing. So yeah. there's no actual harassment or yeah. maliciousness there. Because when uh, she's like, I'm going to get changed, she's like, no looking. He just kind of laughs and I was like, okay, yeah. thank God it's not this one. Like, it, <laughs> the mystery of Mama Lupin would have just like immediately tried to, whereas he was just <laughs> he like, what do you take me for? He would have followed her and stopped yeah. her to wherever she was going. But this He'd one have was crawled like, out of the shower. Yeah. But this guy, this like, Lupin was like, what kind of thief do you take me for? I'm yeah. yeah. I'm better than that. He's a thief with standards. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's just not because like he did so many nice things for Letitia. Mm. Like he legit wanted to help her. Yeah. Find yeah. At some point, and again, like her big thing was she wanted to go to Boston University, mm-hmm. and her grandpa was gonna pay for it. But psych, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting shit. Yeah. Yeah, and then for, you know, Lupin to help her out. Mm. Aww. Yeah. Aww. I got all the warm fuzzies. Is Boston University that great a uni? I mean, they have Harvard. Is that where Harvard is? I mean, there's MIT, isn't it? Is that? Yeah, it's both, but Harvard would have existed at this time. Ah. It's weird to me they're not saying That's what confused me. Yeah, you either see it, say MIT or Harvard. That's usually what I think of, not And again, I don't think MIT is like archaeology anyway. Yeah, Yeah. but you know what I mean. It could be that technically... Boston University, like that's the name of a university that specializes mm-hmm. in archaeology. Oh, maybe. So maybe. <laughs> I keep forgetting Harvard is in yeah. Boston, to be honest. <laughs> I keep thinking Harvard is just in like this roundabout area on the east coast. I, I never give it like a specific location. The weird in my thing head. is, like, Harvard is such a English sounding yeah. university. Yeah. It encompasses all. That I'm thinking, <laughs> that I just always like, there's part of my brain, or an irrational corner that's like, it's in England. What the fuck are you on about? And I'm like, it's not. Yeah. The only reason I know it's American is because for some reason, like, we were taught we were taught about like Harvard in like a history class once. Oh. Okay. And I just know that like, oh, a bunch of these presidents went to Harvard, and I was like, mm-hmm. that's the only thing that makes me remember that it's American. You know, I was watching a YouTube video. Sorry, this is a tangent. Um, <laughs> I was watching a YouTube video the other day, and it was talking about like headlines that turned out to be true or weird headlines. Dumb headlines. I can't remember what it was. This is the. Did you send? I think I sent it to you. Yeah, it was like World World Bank says poor need money. (laughs) It's like, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, But one of them was something about like a school, in the UK that it was like eaten but for girls. And I was like, oh yeah, Eaton's still like a, a full boys school. It's a boys club, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah. Single gender schools are like such an odd thing in the modern day. It is. We we don't do that. I, I don't think we do it very no, often. No, it's definitely... Be- it's a rich people thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a rich yeah. people thing definitely here. Definitely gone down in recent years. Yeah. But- I just find it an odd thing because then, like, you go through, like, however many years of schooling and you leave school at 18 down in England. You've never talked to And you've girl. never spoken to someone of the other... You don't know how to inter- interact like, with anyone like, from the other think gender. That's, that's the problem, that you don't know how to interact with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if I went to an all-girls school, I'd feel weird interacting yeah. with them because you're like, I, I didn't grow up around boys yeah. so yeah, I, yeah. I don't know how to act what the dynamics are like, I think that's why politics is so fucked here because most <laughs> yeah. of them go to like those schools yeah. not to sorry oh, God, I don't want to go into yeah. this tangent, tangent right now like, yeah we should probably stop there getting now. back to Lupin do we have anything else to say uh, overall good I like the, the book thing it was very mm-hmm. interesting uh, one thing I wanted to bring up they make a point that like when they're unlocking the book and stuff which is a great sequence yeah. by the way oh, with, like amazing, the bombs yeah. and stuff they, they, he says, like, oh, eight-letter word from five letters. Mm-hmm. And, like, he said, when the moment he said all the letters, I was like, oh, it's Letitia. Yeah. Like, it's clearly Letitia. But they My, make a point yeah. to keep that keep that a mystery. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll tell you later. And I'm like... I would be so nosy. I'm like, no, the fuck you're not. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> like... No, I was just screaming, why are you keeping this a secret? It's yeah. fucking Letitia. We yeah. know. Well, you just... The previous scene was you telling us about how all... That fam, like all the, the women girls. in the family, go Yeah, there's the so fucking, confusing. fucking Princess Zelda syndrome. Yeah. But then, she also doesn't know she's Bresson's 
granddaughter at that point. I know, but still. So he's waiting for, like, the right moment, I think. Yeah. Because you don't want to just drop this, like, totally life-changing bit of information. I guess in-universe it does make sense, but just from, like, a viewer's perspective, like, thematically, it's just weird to keep it a secret when it's very clearly Mm -hmm. an obvious answer. Also, I love how during that conversation, it just, like, there's one quick pan away and you see that everyone's listening. Yeah. Yeah. Zenigata is just kind of staring at a pillar as well. Like, like in this base they have, the doors are so thin. It happens twice, doesn't it? That people are like, okay, come out from behind the door. Yeah. I can hear everything. I'm yeah. like, but they're like steel have... bulkheads. Yeah. I'm like, how are you uh, hearing through that? I was expecting like when it was like all of them outside, like that room and this that scene, like the grand eyes just got like the cup yeah. to the door. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I was slightly disappointed by Letitia being the answer. I don't know. Mm. Like, it, it kind of was too easy to me. Yeah, but then, like, they didn't have very long. No. Yeah. There was, like, a minute on the clock. Yeah. Which they... I, I love that she... First of all, turned the key. Lupin was like, well, once the key started, you know, the timer's going to go off. She's like, Floom. I mean, she he doesn't... just told you. No, he doesn't tell her about the timer going off. He she told like, there was no, bombs. No. And she was like, Clean. no, he, he tells her that if someone puts in the wrong password, yeah. then it'll get lit on fire. Still... He doesn't know about the bombs the until. Fucks does she touch it? It's it's still yeah it's still stupid that she just immediately yeah. goes in because and then she like goes to live and like well you should have led with that and I, I was just screaming no you shouldn't have just put the <laughs> yeah, fucking key like, in who gets told oh if we fuck this up we're gonna set the book on fire and she's just like oh I'm gonna well, touch well, we're it we're gonna try yeah <laughs> like aren't you an archaeologist they're notoriously careful yeah <laughs> I have archaeology blood touch. <laughs> Yeah, must, well, your blood's about do. to be everywhere now. <laughs> it's in the blood. It's in the blood. <laughs> I think it was very wholesome. Like, Starting to see how a grand, yeah. actual granddad died. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I was honestly just very impressed because to see, I'm assuming it was like their first attempt at Lupin in 3D I CG? think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. And especially for first attempt, you can tell they were very careful with it. Like, how can we harness this to I be, think you know, that's um, because... something we take to our advantage? Mm. Yeah, I think that's because TMS didn't handle it in-house like they normally do. Mm. We're just looking this up right now. Um, yeah. Animation was provided by Marza Animation Planet for the 3D stuff. So it was, like, planned out and, you know, designed and written by tms the usual mm-hmm. production company and it was handed off to you can you can feel that because it, yeah even if it's 3d it still very much feels lupin yeah. yeah so it was like it was you know directed by someone who obviously very much likes lupin and the kind of usual current staff yeah i don't know if like, like there's a revolving door of lupin staff but you know what i mean yeah um from like just the opening like credits of like the way the theme was going and stuff you could tell this was made by people who know what they're yeah. doing yeah oh, and i'm 100%. glad you know yuji ono the the composer was obviously still around because he got to just go absolutely <laughs> ham <laughs> i loved it yeah <laughs> so i think that's looking at the time mm-hmm. or, yeah i think we're think we're all right. Yeah. all right so i think cool. we'll close it here we're we're kind of coming to the end of our <laughs> yeah. thoughts yeah um we all said all we thoughts. wanted to say yeah, yeah. very good movie mm-hmm. i enjoyed it just as much on the rewatch as well mm-hmm. it's always an interesting thing when you mm-hmm. come back to watch something is like will i enjoy this as much as i did the mm-hmm. first time 
Uh, with Lupin, I feel that's always going to be a resounding yes. Wait, so for you, it was Lupin the first, the second, the second, the second viewing. <laughs> I kind of hope they do more 3D. Yeah, yeah, I would like I'd to see the star come yeah. back. Mm. I kind of hope they they like stick with this, not universe, but like established version. So like, mm-hmm. like the anime, like the TV series, kind of go through time. Like mm-hmm. these movies could go through time as well, so yeah. it's like the sixties or seventies. Yeah, and uh, you know maybe Le- maybe Letitia shows up again and she's in yeah. university. And we with, see how that's with going. the way it ended. It feels like we could just have so many more adventures. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it doesn't yeah. even have to be like super huge scale mm-hmm. or anything. It would just be fun. Yeah. So all yeah, all over the world, all over the world. <laughs> so yeah, thank you very much for listening to this episode of Anime Lane, where we talked about Mobile Suit Gundam Two: Soldiers of Sorrow. I hate saying the <laughs> titles are so long and looking the third the first um yeah tune in next time i guess bye bye bye